Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of Mommy Looks, You're a Strong Ass Mother Podcast. Today's episode will be on a day in the life of motherhood. I feel like as moms or as parents, dads, caregivers, whatever, I feel like our day is never the same. Sure, some things will resemble the same or some things will always be the same. But your day-to-day life and your day-to-day activities literally are not the same. They're never the same. They're unpredictable. And this is different from when you used to not have somebody that depended on you. You know, like before I had a baby, I already knew how my life was going to be. For the most part, you know, I'm waking up, going to work, finishing work, doing my second job finishing that and in between that watching my shows you know doing grocery shopping you know random basic stuff you know but I knew what I was going to do and I knew that if I was doing it I was actually doing it and I wasn't going to be late for that or I wasn't going to miss that or you know I just knew because I didn't have like I said somebody that depended on me and I didn't have someone else to take care of right before having to go do something else now as a parent, I low-key see why some parents are mad late when they get invited to things. And yes, we can blame the kid. Half the time it is a kid. But I feel like sometimes it's us too because we always miscalculate. Like sometimes I think that an hour getting my baby, to, like just getting my baby ready an hour before going somewhere is enough. It's not enough. It's never enough. Like I just miscalculate everything. And sometimes it'll make me late for stuff. It'll make me late or almost late for my doctor's appointments with her. Like, literally, I'm always running to her doctor's appointments. Even though I feel like I prepared X amount of minutes or hours in advance for it, I'm still somehow running to not be late. And it's embarrassing because I never used to be late for things. But I feel like this is what my day-to-day or my yeah I guess my day-to-day life with my daughter kind of is so she wakes up between 7 30 and like 9 15 depending on I guess how hungry she is or whatever whatever she wakes up between 7 30 and 8 15 I play with her a little bit before eating breakfast because they always say you know you're not supposed to feed your baby right away you need to play with the baby first or you know just do something with your baby before feeding it at least 15 to 30 minutes before feeding your baby so she wakes up i now brush her teeth her yeah just her gums her teeth and then she plays a little bit either put her on the jolly jumper or you know she's playing with her her toys and then i feed her so i usually feed her cereal although now i've started giving her oatmeal so I either give her oatmeal or cereal I feed her I wait 30 minutes and then I give her her milk after that I wait until her stomach has digested a little bit and then she has you know her me time while she has her bottle I usually put Peppa Pig for her but in Spanish um for her to listen to and then when she's done feeding or drinking she goes to do her me time she plays she does whatever you know she her mind wants her to do she'll do 
as long as it's not dangerous and as long as it's supervised, I let her do that. By the time that I've done feeding her, you know, eating, drinking, all of that, she's playing near me, I usually then do my breakfast. So I usually eat my breakfast around like 10.30ish, 10.45. And then by the time that I'm done, it's already almost time for her to do her nap. So if the latest she woke up was 9.15 or not, yeah, 9.15, her nap will usually be closer to noon. Not necessarily ideal because then, you know, her lunch time is a bit, her lunch time is a little bit more later in the day but I take what I can get and so if she's tired at that time I'm not going to be like oh no you need to eat first because if you try to feed your child when your child is tired your kid is not going to eat your kid's going to be fussy upset and will not want to eat so she sleeps her nap in the morning is usually anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour so because it's so unpredictable I don't start any big projects like I don't record or anything because I know that she might wake up in 15 minutes and some of my episodes are like 30 minutes long so I just watch tv on my phone I do small things during that small window and then when she wakes up I feed her her lunch there are so many different recipes that I've tried with her so you know give her her lunch same thing her food wait 30 minutes she drinks her milk and then she's off to do whatever she wants to do um although during um usually during her lunch time is when i will try to incorporate like actual activities and stuff so sensor activities or you know reading or something like that so that yes she gets to have her me time and play by herself but There are also times where I feel like, you know, as a parent, we should also interact with our babies, with our kids when they're playing. So if they're playing on the floor, well, then you should be on the floor, too, and being at the same level as them and playing with them. You know, if they're staring at you, stare at them back. That's one way for them to know that you're acknowledging them. It's one way for them to know that you love them because that's how they communicate with you. You know, if they're laughing, if they're looking for your laughter, laugh, even though it's not freaking funny, you know? Play with your kids. Acknowledge your kids. Stimulate your babies, you know? Um, So anyways, she does all of that. I wait for her to fall asleep again. And then that's when I do it myself. I'll usually eat. um, If I need to record something, I record something. If I needed to work on something or study or, you know, whatever that goes or comes to my mind, like any TikTok videos or whatever, I do that during that nap time because her nap time is usually quite longer, two to three hours. So whatever I need to do, I do it then. And then when she wakes up, she gets her snack, she drinks, and it's the whole same thing over and over again until nighttime. When it gets to nighttime, I put her PJs on. We have like this light in a room that has like stars in the skies it's kind of like the galaxy tech thing so i put that on i read her a book or two she's actually attentive when you read her books and then once that's done i switch the galaxy light to infrared light 
And at that point, she knows that it's time for her to go to sleep. And usually she does. She starts to rub her eyes and she falls asleep. Sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes 30 minutes of her trying to self-soothe and for her to go to bed. When that's done, sometimes I fall asleep with her. And then sometimes I go do things I need to do. Like sometimes I edit around 10, 11 midnight at night because that's the time where I get to focus on myself and I get to really listen to my podcast bit by bit by bit, you know, to make sure things are correct. That's kind of the bubble, the big picture-ish of what my life is kind of. But although that's how my life kind of is, it's repetitive, there are so many different things that happen during the day that will throw a wrench in your plans, you know? So, if you ever think that, I don't know how to start this. This, this, there's so many different things that you think you can do, then your baby's like, no, I don't think so. I don't know if any of you parents have noticed that about your babies. Maybe it's just mine. I don't know. But like, anytime I'm about to eat and she's napping, she just wakes up. It's like, no sorry you can't eat you have to take care of me now like she's always waking up when we're eating and it's just so annoying it's frustrating you're just like bro like you had time to eat you had time to nap i'm trying to just eat to survive and you're literally waking up and it's kind of like it's a sensor in her brain that's like oh my parents are eating i need to wake up now it's annoying it's funny but annoying at the same time and me and my partner always joke about it because it happens all the time. Um, if you're literally leaving the house, and this is why I say, now I understand when parents are late, you can be put together, your baby is put together, ready to go, you have stuff in your car, bags ready, all that crap ready, you put the baby in the car seat, and then... You hear your baby shitting. Do you leave your baby in the shits and you change them when you're at your destination? Or do you get out of the driver's seat and change your baby? I'm one of those parents who will get out of the driver's seat and change my baby because I would not feel comfortable sitting in shit for 30 minutes. And so... She may not be able to talk, but my baby's very, like, precise about certain things. And she hates dirty diapers. She hates feeling wet. She can pee literally for one second. It's just one dot. And she's going to tell you, change my diaper. Like, you can tell when she's... It's not a whining thing, but you can tell by the noise she makes now that it means change my diaper. And sometimes you go to look, and literally, there's just one faint blue line. And for her, that's enough for her to tell you, change my diaper. I don't like it. And so, to be ready to go, and baby shits, and then you have to go change the baby. And then you restart everything again. Because sometimes when you're done freaking changing the baby, the baby's hungry and they have to feed the baby. Like, it's never ending. So now I low-key understand why some parents either decide not to go anywhere, or they go to places, but they're mad late. If you've listened to my episode of um, traveling with a baby... You probably heard bits and pieces of how, you know, my daughter's passport situation was a whole ass mess and how I had to get it redone. 
I had an appointment really early in the morning and I had to get, you know, someone to be the guarantor to sign um, the documents and the pictures. The day before, uh, my friend signed the guarantor paperwork, but then I had to take the pictures. And so I had to bring the pictures right early to him for him to sign because he has a baby and he has a daughter that he has to bring to school. So I had to wake up early, get my daughter ready, get him to sign. And I'm doing all of that and I haven't eaten breakfast yet. And literally, he gave me a bowl of cereal to eat in the car. So I was literally eating my breakfast in the car in front of his house while feeding my daughter still making sure that I'm going to be on time for my appointment at like 8.30, I think, or yeah, 8.30 or 9, whatever, at Passport Canada. Then having to change my daughter right before going into that appointment because if I don't change her, she's going to be cranky and making noise. And you're trying to avoid all these things as parents. You're trying to avoid any type of thing that will cause your baby or your child to make a scene. You try to avoid them. Fast forward to me eating in my car, me getting to the appointment, me having to change her before the appointment. You know, all day was spent in my car with my daughter. I ate my lunch in the car. I did all my errands with her in the car. I fed her all day in the car. And oddly enough, she was good about it. She didn't complain about it. But I still felt bad because a couple of hours later when we get home and I have to wake her up at 2 in the morning to take a plane, shit's going to be rough, you know? My daughter hates being woken up when it's not her time to be woken up. She gets that from me, I think. But you'll try to wake her up and she'll just look at you and just turn around and like put her head down on the pillow and pretend like you never woke her up and she's going to be upset and she's going to go back to sleep. She's going to ignore you essentially. So, knowing what I know and having to do that with her on a daily basis is difficult sometimes, you know? There are so many stories that you can tell that you go through. You know, I was shopping one time at Toys R Us for someone's baby shower and I was shopping for like a good hour or so because for some reason that Toys R Us literally had nothing and... That person wants certain things on their registry. That Toys R Us had nothing. And when I was done, I realized a few things. I was done paying. Literally forgot to tell them that I bought stuff off of registry so they need to mark it. That I bought stuff so that they mark it as, you know, purchased. But at the same time, my baby literally shot in the car. So, I had a smaller car before than I do now. But I had to figure out a way to change my daughter's dirty diaper with crap in my car that has light seats without getting myself dirty, without getting herself dirty, without getting my seats dirty. And then, okay, good, I do it. But I don't have anywhere to freaking drop the freaking diaper somewhere, you know? Like, I'm not going to keep that diaper in my car for the diaper to stink up. But there's also, like, no trash cans outside. So what do I do? So it's just such a mess. Sometimes you're thinking really fast and you think you have everything, but you don't. Like 
There are some times where I go out with my daughter and I think I prepped her bag very well, but I'm missing maybe wipes, baby wipes, or I'm missing a diaper and she peed. Or even we literally came back from Mexico and we had two specific bottles that we used the entire trip. And within those two bottles, we had plastic, um, I don't want to say plastic containers, but they're kind of like some sort of plastic that you can just drop into the bottle and you put the formula or your breast milk in it. So that plastic, I guess, bag is what's holding your milk, but your bottle itself never gets dirty. And so the only thing you have to really rinse and sanitize is the nipple. So during Mexico, we only had these two bottles that we used. Well, lo and behold, because we're always rushing because of the baby and stuff we left one bottle in an uber in mexico so now that driver has a baby bottle god knows what he did with it and the second one we left in the fridge at our hotel in toronto so the next morning we wake up trying to feed the baby and we realize damn we don't have any bottles what do you do like so We literally had to like open our formula cap and put a tiny bit of formula milk in the cap and try to feed it to her, like for her to drink it. It was such a mess. I think as much as you want to be organized, and I feel like I am pretty much organized in a lot of stuff, there are still ways of making mistakes and the margin for error is so, I would like to say slim, but are still so big that sometimes you just gotta laugh like sometimes you want to be upset about something but you just gotta laugh about it because like what are you gonna do like you don't have any bottles anymore at the airport i don't even think sells bottles i don't know i didn't look for them so like you just gotta laugh but it's sad because back then you used to be very organized and really you know punctual and to the point and now you're a hot mess. You're literally a hot mess. If you want to have hot mess on your forehead, hot mess mom, I think that's what I would have on my forehead. Literally. There are so many stories you can say, so many stories to be had. I think the best stories are the ones that at the end of the day, you can laugh about. Some stories obviously are not necessarily funny till this day. I don't necessarily laugh about them but i think even if you say next time won't be the same trust me in a couple of months it might happen to you again you might forget baby wipes you might forget a diaper you might forget the bottle like just the other day we went to where did i go i went oh yeah just the other day i went to home depot with my sister and i didn't bring the diaper bag or anything so i was like it's literally Home Depot. It's literally like six, seven minutes away from my house. Like, what can happen? She shouldn't be hungry. She shouldn't, you know, shit. She shouldn't pee. None of that. So I went about my day. But at the same time, I get to Home Depot and I'm stressing the entire time because I'm like, shit, like, what if she does shit? What if she does pee? What if she is hungry? You know, I don't have anything for her. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that as a parent, even though you know you're like two minutes away from your house. Bring the damn bag. The damn bag is annoying to bring. It's huge. Take space. It's huge. It's heavy to carry. It's annoying. I get it. But bring the bag. Because 
trust me, if the baby gets upset and you have nothing for the baby, you're going to be crying yourself because it's going to be very hard. Very, very, very hard. Always pack your bags. Always bring a lot more than you think you're going to need in case something happens. This past weekend, we had that storm. We went over to my sister's boyfriend's house because we didn't have power. We didn't have food. We didn't have, you know, our phones were all dying. And we brought the bag with the baby and we brought the bag for the baby and all that stuff. Thinking that we would come back home, even though we don't have power, our phones are charged, we ate, whatever. We get to his house only to find out that we're stuck in the area that he lives because the highways have been closed. I don't have that much baby food for her. I don't have that much diaper for her. Actually, diapers, we were good, but the food, we were not good. You know, there are so many things that you're missing and I was stressed. And you don't even know what's open and what's closed. It's not your area. And even if it is your area, you might have power. Your neighbor might not have power, you know? So we had to figure out things for us and then figure out things for the baby. And thankfully, the shoppers that we went to had her formula and had snacks for her and things for her to munch on and, you know, actually drink her milk and all those things. But what if that shoppers didn't have anything? Then what would we have done, you know? Like, what would, like, it's, it's, there's always, like, in the back of your head, like, what if, what if, what if? Just to honestly say that your day as a parent, a day in the life, might look so cute. Like, you'll see, like, YouTube videos of parents saying, a day in the life of a mom or a day in the life of me with my baby. That's cute for you. That's very cute. And I'm not judging, but, you know, damn well, like, your day in the life literally changes by the minute life with babies are hectic i have so many stories from my friends that i won't say on here because it's not my story to tell i don't even know if i'd be allowed to tell them but there's so many stories that i hear from my friends that are not funny when they're telling it to me then but thinking about it now are low-key funny and at the end of the day all you can do like i said is laugh there's so much to learn from babies and kids and toddlers they're so carefree you tend to realize that you're more uptight as a parent as a human being than they are literally they'll fall and you're already like super uptight about it and stressed they're falling they wake they get up and they're fine they're not even crying sometimes you making the sound like oh my god when they're falling is what's actually going to make them cry but had they just fell and you didn't make a sound they probably wouldn't have cried. If they're actually hurt, yes, they'll cry. But sometimes the noise that we produce when they're doing certain things will make them cry more than what you think would make them cry. Anyways, I just wanted to do this kind of like fun-ish episode today of day in the life of a parent, day in the life of a mom, day in the life of a mom, day in the life of a parent. Because I do things... I do think that these are things that, you know, I want to be able to share with you guys. Like, you think that we have things put together, but we're actually hot messes. And for the people who do have things put together, I honestly applaud you because I don't know how you do it. But for the majority of my friends who are parents, we're hot messes and we're completely fine with it. As long as your baby is fed and taken care of and okay and happy and loved... I think that's what you have to kind of go with. Um, 
And like I said, I think in a previous episode, your schedule is going to fluctuate regardless of if you want it or not. So just go with the flow, love your life, and just enjoy every moment of it because later you'll realize that, you know, your kid's going to be like freaking 18 and won't give a crap about you and, you know, just live your life with your baby and enjoy their company and enjoy their comfort and enjoy how carefree they are. You have so many things to learn from them or not even you, like we as a society have so many things to learn from children then I think they can learn from us, if that makes sense. But anyways, wanted to do this carefree episode today for you guys. My life as a parent, and I'm sure probably your life as a parent too. That's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow me on Mommy Lux Podcast on Instagram, and I will see you next week.